0: Welcome to the Daily Cut podcast of Park Community Church. My name is Steve Coble. I'm a teaching pastor here at Park Community Church. And I am uh, located out of our Near North location in Lincoln Park location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we created the Daily Cut short devotionals that we hope encourage you as you grow in your faith and walk with Jesus. This is the Daily Cut, and I'm Steve Koble. Today, we're going to be looking at the minor prophet Amos, who was a shepherd and a fig tree farmer before God called him to prophesy to the people of Israel. And so in this particular time period, scholars believe that generally around the time of 760 BC uh, would have been when Amos was called to prophesy to the people of Israel. So in this particular time period, the people of Israel were split into two nations, and one was the northern kingdom, and the other was the kingdom of Judah, the southern kingdom. And Amos is in the northern kingdom, and evidently the northern kingdom had experienced an incredible amount of prosperity And uh, so much so it was uh, similar to the prosperity that they had experienced during during the reign of King Solomon. And so the people of God are flourishing and they believe that it's because of the blessing of the hand of God and uh and yet despite their prosperity God calls Amos to let them know that the reason why they're prospering is not because of God's hand of blessing but actually, God's hand of justice is getting ready to come and not just be implemented in the people around them, but it's going to be implemented towards the people of Israel. And so the people of Israel believed that there was a day of the Lord that was coming where God was going to perform justice on all the people who had oppressed them around them. And yet, when Amos gets up to prophesy and preach to the people of Israel, the people of God, he prophesies that judgment and justice is going to come and rain down on them as well. And the reason why is because much of their wealth and prosperity had been amassed at the expense of the poor whom the rich and powerful were systematically oppressing. And those words come directly out of the ESV study Bible. And so as Amos turns into uh, chapter five, as he begins to call out the people around uh, the people of Israel, and then in chapter five, when he calls out the people of Israel themselves, he says this in chapter five, verses uh, 18 through verse 24. He says, woe to you who desire the day of the Lord. Why would you have the day of the Lord? It is darkness and not light. As if a man fled from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned his hand against the wall and a serpent bit him. Is not the day of the Lord darkness and not light and gloom with no brightness in it? I hate, I despise your feasts, he says, and I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the peace offerings of your fattened animals, I will not look upon them. Take away from me the noise of your songs to the melody of your harps. I will not listen. He says in verse 24, but let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. So in this particular passage of scripture, the people of Israel are continuing to worship God. They're continuing to do the things that God said for them to do in order to worship him uh, in an outward uh, kind of way. And yet what God is saying that he wants is obedience in a way that reflects him to the world. And the problem with all of the accoutrements of their worship is that it wasn't connected to a heart that wanted to obey God. One of the important things that all of us have to understand about the scriptures, what the scripture says about who we are. Uh, We are human beings and we are made in the image of God. And so in reflecting what has happened to us through the person and work of Jesus Christ, and if I could just speak about the gospel message of Jesus just for a moment, what happens to us is the scripture says, all of sin and fallen short of the glory of God. And yet while we were yet sinners, the Bible says, Christ died for us. And Even though we still had the image of God, it was marred, it was tainted until we received Jesus Christ by faith. And when we receive Jesus Christ by faith, we trust in Him as the means to receive, uh, right standing with God. We now are given the opportunity to truly live as those who reflect the image of God. Still, uh, you know, stumbling forward, still not perfectly. And yet we are reflecting who God is and what God wants us to do and be in the world. And part of that nature is by loving God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Jesus said the sum total of the law could be summarized in those two uh, commandments. And so essentially what and Amos is telling the people of Israel is that you've, you're still singing songs, you're still going through the motions of worship, and yet you, you're making money off of the poor. That's not who I am. That's not how I want you to represent me to the world. I'm a God of justice, and I'm a God of righteousness, so in Mark 1:14 and Matthew chapter 4, uh, the Bible says that Jesus goes about preaching the kingdom of God, and he tells the people to repent and believe. In Mark 1, he says, the kingdom of God is at hand. And what's implied in what Jesus is saying in Mark chapter 1 is that the kingdom of God is breaking into the earth through the person and work of Jesus Christ. And so what What is in turn happening is the righteous reign of God is being implemented into the earth through the people of God, which is the same thing that God wanted the people of Israel to be practicing uh, back in the Old Testament portions of the scriptures, and yet they wouldn't. And so God judged them and he sent them into exile. And so in essence, what God calls you and I to do in response to uh, who we are in relation to Jesus, having been united to him, uh, we are then to reflect his righteous rule and reign through us to the world. What does that look like? What does that mean? It is a reflection of the God of justice who rules in righteousness. And so many people have commandeered the word justice in our particular uh, time period in the United States in the 21st century. And we've looked at justice as something that is not a part of being a part of the kingdom of God. Other people have said that the world has commandeered justice. And yet what I want us to really understand and recognize is that God expects you and I to be people of justice, regardless of what the media says, regardless of what, uh, how people articulate uh, social justice or uh, other forms of uh, terminology that uh, point to a political agenda. None of that matters. No, none of that is anything that uh, we should get tied up in trying to define and undefine and figure out. We can hear and listen to what they mean and think. But the most important thing for us to worry about and to know is that God is a God of righteousness and his expectation through his believers, through his followers, is to be about justice. And I know that the New Testament comes around and many people uh separate the kingdom of God from the message of the gospel of Jesus and wanting to share the message of Jesus. But there is a reality to the message going out in power, uh, in word and in deed. And part of what it means to be a follower of the God of the Bible is to be a person of justice. And uh, Amos, speaking to the people of God, uh, says to them in response, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever flowing stream. I don't know uh, what vantage point you may be listening to this uh, from today. Um, Honestly, I I don't look to the news very often to inform me about social justice. And I don't look to to Fox or CNN or uh, social media to inform me on what I need to be about or what uh, nuances or complexities, issues that have to do with the way that other people are promoting certain things, that's fine. They can promote those things the way that they want to promote those things. And yet I know what God has called me to. I know what God has called you to, follower of Jesus. It is to not critique what the world calls justice but to just do what God calls justice because we follow a God who is just and we worship and live for a God who expects justice to reign uh, in and through us with all the strength that he gives us because that's a part of his character. So God bless you today. Uh, I, I pray that God would show you new ways of how you can participate in living as a just person for his glory and you're good. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. I hope you're doing well. We'll be back with another short devotional, so stay tuned.